0: Welcome to the special bonus episode from Olive Magazine's Kitchen Crafting Podcast. To listen to the full gardening episode, go to olivemagazine.com, paycast, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm here with food writer and Olive's columnist, Rosie Burkett, who's going to talk us through one of our favourite veg focused recipes with tips and tricks to getting it perfect. So, what's the recipe you've chosen, Rosie?
1: Well, thank you, Janine. This is a really glorious summer um, tart. It's basically, it's a free form tomato tart. Mm. So it's a tomato galette um, and it's served with a kind of broad bean and lovage salsa. Um, Although if you can't get hold of lovage, I've put lovage here because it works really Mm. well with tomatoes and and it's something I grow. Um, But if you can't get lovage, then another herb like basil or parsley would work Mm. really well as well aromatic
0: herb so how do we get started then what do we start with
1: so the first step for this recipe is to uh marinate chop and marinate your um tomatoes so i like to do sliced tomatoes for this because it's a big kind of dinner plate sized tart um it's nice and flat um so slice up your your tomatoes and what's lovely with this is to use if you can lots of different colored varieties of tomatoes so if you've grown perhaps some yellow and some red and some orange or some of those lovely um, kind of black tomatoes it's this is a real kind of way to showcase them but equally works well obviously with the same variety too Um, so slice up your tomatoes and then you want to toss them with half a teaspoon each of salt and sugar Um, and that's to draw out the juices and season them Um, and also a couple of teaspoons of nice red wine Mm -hmm. vinegar and some uh, leaves from a couple of sprigs of thyme and you just kind of toss them all together with that and let it let let the uh tomatoes marinate and kind of macerate and draw out their juices for about 30 minutes to an hour and then once you've um, let them do that, you tip the tomatoes into a sieve placed over a bowl. And what that's going to do is strain off the juice. Um, but don't worry, we're not going to be wasting that delicious, flavorful juice. We're keeping it and that's going to go into the salsa later on in the recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, so once the tomatoes are drained, you put them back into the bowl um, and toss them with a tablespoon of well, olive oil. That's
0: really nice, that that technique, isn't it? Because I do it when, I, when I've got tomatoes, I'll, I'll slice them and then I'll just sea salt them and leave them for mm. 20 minutes and even that just somehow brings out the extra sweetness and the tomatoiness and
1: uh, yeah it's so important to season tomatoes properly yeah. um and yeah they do need salt and
0: let them come up to um, room temp as well because obviously often we keep them in the fridge yeah. during the summer because they just blow out too much otherwise so once we've got our tomatoes Definitely. done what do we do next
1: so then it's time to make the pastry um, and what you want to do for the pastry is put the flour, um, and what I use for this pastry is I like to use a mixture of flours actually, oh, okay. so I I, t- I tend to do that when I'm making pastry, purely because uh, as a cook I've got lots of different flours in my um, cupboard, and it's quite nice to, to try and use yeah. some of them up, um, but this pastry is really kind of flavorful and sturdy and quite nutty and I use about 180 grams of a light spelt flour Um, if you don't have that plain flour is fine and then I add 20 grams of whole grain rye flour in there and that just that really adds a kind of lovely bite to this pastry Um, so but if again if you don't have rye flour just use 200 grams of spelt or uh, plain flour if that's all you have. And then you want to add in hundred grams of ricotta um, and a teaspoon of sea salt. Mm. And um put I like to do this, I like to blitz this up in a in a food processor like just to it, speed. Yeah. yeah, so you pulse that together until you've got breadcrumbs, and then you add in about 20 mil of olive oil, um, followed by one to three tablespoons of iced water. And the iced water is just to kind of bring mm. the dough together. So as ever when you're making pastry, it's going to vary according to the humidity, you know, and what, what kind of day it is. Um, so just kind of go cautiously while you're adding the water there. You don't want this to be sticky. You just want it to kind of clump together.
0: Mm. What does the ricotta do in there, Rosie? Because that's quite unusual.
1: So the ricotta was kind of something I... I sort of landed on when I was coming up with this recipe because the custard for the tart contains ricotta. Mm. And I thought, well, you know, mostly um, ricotta comes in kind of 200 to 250 gram tubs. So I thought, well, I'll use half the ricotta in the pastry and see how that turns out. Um, And it was really delicious. Mm. Um, So it worked really, really well. And um, yeah, it's a very kind of sturdy, a sturdy, crusty Mm. pastry, which is great because obviously as the tomatoes slow cook, they get juicy. Um, So you want something that can hold those in together. Um, And then once you've got your dough nice and kind of clumping together, tip it out into a large bowl um, and mold it into a a disc, into a ball. And then I flatten it into a disc, wrap it in a bit of greaseproof paper. And I always wrap it in in baking paper rather than cling film because it stops it from sweating. Um, and this is obviously quite a kind of, could be quite a sticky pastry. So wrap it in uh, greaseproof paper, put it in the fridge and let that just rest for 30 minutes because mm. it's been blitzed up. So it just needs to kind of chill out and, and, and rest. Um, and then you can, um, after some of that time's gone by, you can preheat the oven to about 180 fan. And then while that's happening, you can get the uh, the, the filling mixed up together. So that's the rest of the ricotta. Which is about hundred grams of ricotta, um, or if you make your own kind of fresh curd cheese, that's nice too. Um, and mix that with one lovely egg yolk and about two tablespoons of grated parmesan, a little bit of salt and a pe- uh, little bit of salt and pepper, and just mix that together in a bowl. Nice. Um, you can you can just use a fork to do that. And then you want to remove after the thirty minutes is up. You want to remove your pastry from. Sorry, am I going too I fast? This is cool. No, <laughs> okay. Okay, and once your pastry is ready, you want to get it out of the fridge, unwrap it and flour your uh, rolling pin, dust, um, lightly dust your work surface, obviously, and then just kind of roll your pastry out into a dinner-sized plate Mm. kind of size, um, about a centimetre, sorry, about a pound-coin thickness. And then I transfer that straight onto a a big flat um, baking sheet um, onto... You know, that's lined with uh, baking paper so that you can assemble it on yeah, the baking paper. Because be quite, obviously it's,
0: it's, it's quite a rustic thing, this galette, isn't it? We're just going to kind of freeform it.
1: Yeah, exactly, which is lovely, but it's quite hard to then transfer yeah. it onto. <laughs> so you want to have it ready, already on there when you assemble the tart. Um, and then take your ricotta and parmesan and egg yolk mixture. You could season it with a little bit of nutmeg, that would be quite mm-hmm. nice. Um and spread that custard onto the pastry, leaving about sort of four to five centimeter border around the edge um and then grab your marinated tomatoes and sort of place them um you know arrange them over the over the base if in slightly kind of if you can overlapping mm. circles looks really nice um but don't worry it doesn't have to be kind of geom- <laughs> geometrically <Fun too. laughs> figured out my my cooking's very relaxed <laughs> in that way, so um yeah, just arrange your tomatoes. Um, And then top with some um, lovely capers as well. I think it's about a tablespoon of Mm. capers, um, which I think just works so nicely with those sweet tomatoes. Yeah. Um, And then you want to start kind of making the galette. So you want to gently lift up the edges of the pastry up and around the filling, um, just in little kind of sections and and as you start folding it over you'll see that it creases naturally and creates that lovely galette mm. shape um, which is just a really nice relaxed mm. way of making keep a tart all the
0: filling inside as well isn't it because you said the juices are going to run out but they won't it'll sort of enclose yeah. everything
1: yeah so it just it's just it's not enclosing the entire surface mm. of the tart it's just the around edges. the edges yeah. um but it's nice because yeah like you say it keeps it all in there um and then just if there's any tears just patch them up and just make sure that they're nice and kind of squished back together. Um, and then I would d- do a nice egg wash. So um, crack an egg into a bowl, give it a quick whiz with a, with a fork. And then take your pastry brush and just um, egg wash mm. around um, over, the, over the pastry. Um, and then I like to scatter um, a lovely half a teaspoon of fennel seeds over that pastry oh, nice. because that just adds a lot another flavor that nice mm-hmm. kind of anise which works really well with the tomatoes and also a bit of texture as well yeah. um so I do fennel seeds and then a good pinch of maldon sea salt on the uh, or, or sea mm-hmm. salt flakes all the way around um as well and that's lovely and then you want to bake it in the oven um for about an hour until the tomatoes are nice and kind of concentrated and soft and squidgy and delicious and the pastry's gone a lovely dark kind of um yes dark caramel color and then um while that's baking and this by the way it does fill your house with an amazing (laughs) amazing smell of, of slow roasted tomatoes um And while that's happening, you can just make the the salsa. So you've got your juices from your tomatoes that you kept from earlier. Don't discard that because that's got all those lovely tomato flavours. And you whisk that with um, the olive oil. And then, uh, so that's about two tablespoons of olive oil. And then some shredded lovage, which, like I said, works really beautifully with the tomatoes. Mm. But you could use basil. You could use, um, you know, flat-leaf parsley, a lovely aromatic herb you could use, tarragon would be nice. Um, And then you want your um, couple of tablespoons of blanched, peeled broad beans, Mm. so broad beans where you've you've blanched them for a couple of minutes and you've just drained them, refreshed them in cold water, and then taken off those tough outer Mm. skins to reveal the beautiful, green, glossy bean within. Um, And you just mix that all together, taste it for seasoning, obviously. It should be quite good, though, because it's got the salt and the sugar in there from earlier and then when the when the uh, tart is ready you remove that from the oven and then i like to with most tarts that i make i i kind of like unlike pizza i like to let them mm. kind of settle down and just kind of chill relax let the let the heat come off them so they're an almost kind of warm mm. to ambient temperature um, and then slice them up and and spoon over some of that delicious salsa sounds... with all the tomato seeds and the beans. That
0: sounds absolutely incredible and also what's really lovely is you know we are we, we're reaching kind of high summer now and those are all of those flavours are so complementary to that you know the tomatoes, the herbs, the broad beans. Um, that recipe is actually from one of your books isn't it? The Joyful Home Cook? Um, yes,
1: that's right. Um, from my last yeah, cookbook. and we're going
0: to put that online so people can go and um, read it in full and hopefully make the tart. Um, and also, if anybody wants to go and listen to the main episode of this, um Rosie and Leila Kazim are talking about urban gardening, growing in pots, and growing in tiny little spaces. And you can grow yeah. your broad beans and your tomatoes, and then you can go make the tart. So <laughs> and
1: you'll love it. And you'll love it. Yeah, I think <laughs> we co- we covered all of them. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Thank you very much for sharing that recipe with us, Rosie. And um, It was lovely to speak to you today
1: thanks so much for having me on
0: that was a special bonus episode for the olive magazine podcast to find the recipe we talked about in this episode and to check out our back catalogue over 200 episodes head to olivemagazine.com